Okay. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You? You sure about that? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Um, yeah, I I've been dealing with some physical pain. Yeah. Lately, and it's fine. Um, I realized yesterday how debilitating panic attacks can be, and how long they last, and how intrusive they are. It's funny. I haven't had a panic attack in a long time, and that one just came up. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue, but yeah. Well, let's can we back up? Yeah. Um you said I'm in pain, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Is that true? Yeah, I think it'll be fine. No, it's not I think fine. it'll be fine. We went from it'll be fine to I think it'll be fine. Um you know, I I know that I need to kind of address this physical pain and at one point in my life, surgery was required mm -hmm. or on the table, but mm -hmm. it may be back at it. Um, well, if I could just let listeners kind of a little backstory. I mean, uh -huh. we probably discussed this in one of the earlier episodes, yeah. but, um, you know, we're both athletes in different types of sports and stuff like that. And um, I think um, if, I re if, if I remember correctly, you had told us about your journey with cycling mm -hmm. and then you would you know you picked up an injury along the way probably not due to cycling I don't remember the exact yeah, it was old injury at scabbard yeah and so um as a, a aggressive cycler <laughs> cyclist um you were um concerned about this change because you couldn't cycle the way you used to before right and yeah. so like this pain had become so difficult this injury had become so problematic for you that you couldn't um you couldn't see your life without it being on a bike. Yeah. And tell us about your journey up to this, up to point, this point with it. So let's see. Um, <laughs> it's been about three years since the original like diagnosis and the the conversations with medical professionals of how I needed to change. And um, it was hard. It was hard to. I mean, I think the conversations you and I had, you you challenged me a lot to say, "Are you like, is your ego attached to the bike?" Um, or, or is is Jen the is a Jen? Can there be more than one? Can be more yeah. than one Jen? No, I think that was one of the questions, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Is Jen only a cyclist? Yeah. And I mean, I think that was something I wanted you to think about. It was, and it was <clears> some, It was a process that I would dive into myself, and you know came to the point where I was okay coming off the bike. And um, yeah, I picked up cycling in a different way, mountain mm -hmm. biking with my family and everything's been fine. And when I got back on the road bike this spring, I think it just re-triggered the injury. So I kind of I find myself back at square one, <laughs> even though I've done all this work and, um, and healing, self-healing and mental healing and physical healing. I kind of feel like I'm, Back where I was three years ago. Is, is that good or bad? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, let's uh, so okay. So, I think it's it's impossible to step in the same river twice. Yeah. So you're not the same version right, of exactly. Jen that you were three years ago. Yeah. So to say you've gone backwards is probably, in my my opinion or my estimation, probably not a full fact, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're different now. Yeah you have probably more awareness i'd like to think you're more aware about yourself now than you were three years ago yeah you're more mindful of yourself 
and the things that you need to take care of yourself now than you were three mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and I, that's the big challenge in this journey is, is focusing on the positive parts because yeah. we're like, oh, I've, I've regressed. I've regr- I'm, I'm worse than I was before. <laughs> How would but, I allow myself to get back here? Is... Right. So I, I've probably said it before, but this, this, this journey that we're on, the spiritual journey, this connection to ourselves, this creating mindfulness, awareness, cultivating compassion and gratitude, uh, is so we can lead a balanced life. Mm-hmm. And balanced life is being spontaneous to all things. All things. The good and the, the good and uncomfortable the bad. feelings. It's to prepare yourself for these moments where things maybe don't go exactly as you mm-hmm. planned. Or they do go as you planned and you have the opportunity to enjoy those a little bit more. Yeah. It's not about you got to throw away your day timer and stop jamming on your planner. It's about being open to like, okay, I had my whole week planned out, but something changed. So I can, I'm flexible enough. I'm spontaneous enough. I can adapt. Yeah. I'm not rigid. And I, so give yourself that credit to say, hey, I'm going to, while I'm, while I feel like I might be in an old space, I'm a different version of Jen Very to be in that old so. space. Yeah. So I'll be easier. Maybe it maybe it'll be easier to overcome this this time. I think so. Uh, you're right. <clears throat> I do see myself differently than I did then. Um, just even like the going back to what we're doing here on the podcast, being able to tap into my meditative breathing, which allows me to calm my anxiety and my panic in times when you know, the intrusive thoughts hit. Um, like all that work is still there. Because, yeah, you know, that's the thing too. It's about, you've used, you've, since every time you sit down or every time you take a moment and consciously breathe, you're just sharpening that tool in your toolbox a little bit more. Yeah. So it's there and ready for you when you need it the most. Maybe now's the time where it's like, I need a really sharp the, tool right now. This is what all the work was for. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that that tool is is also going to be able to slice through all that negativity and fear and and give you the compassion you need to, yourself mm-hmm. to get through the next level. Yeah. But also you're not alone here. So in 3 years everything around you has changed, right? right. The dynamic with all of the people in your world has changed. Mhm. And I would think for the better. You know, it's like as you can sit there and continue to radiate peace and contentment and and, and uh, happiness, so too everyone else around you is enjoying that as well. Yeah. And you have that there as a support system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another big piece that came out of it is um, I realized it's been a while since I really spoke gratitude out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just I think being in pain and just kind of tapping back into part of you that wants to control it and fix it and make it go away um being able to say out loud like you know i'm grateful for another day and i'm grateful that there's a plan in place and there's modern medicine and there's old ancient medicine and all these things can work together to help me and saying that out loud and something we said in the earlier podcast was uh gratitude is contagious but it takes work and this was a, a reminder. This past week has been a reminder of like, oh yeah, it does take work. You have to say it out loud. You have to speak it and mean it and live it. You have it. to notice it. 
Mm-hmm. You have to look at those things that are valuable to you and say, I see you. Yeah. I'm grateful. Very. Yeah. And just acknowledge it. It doesn't have to be some long, you know, prayer or, you know, you don't have to write it down in your journal. You just have to look at it and go, okay, that's a nice thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. That's good. I'm going to put that into my backpack yeah. and hold on to that for a little bit. Um, I think before we started recording, we were talking about, um, you know, everything begins and ends, right? And, mm-hmm. and we've both gone through physical injuries as athletes. And we've probably had somebody else tell us that that's the end of our career. This is, this is it, yeah. buddy. You don't get to move this way anymore. Right. And, you know, being, I think that's just baked in the cake of being kind of a competitive athlete is that I'm not going to let somebody else dictate how this ends for me. And I remember when I got injured severely, my doctor's like, well, you'll never kick a soccer ball again. You'll walk with a limp for the rest of your life. Every time it gets cold, you're going to be like in pain and discomfort. Is there a bunny rabbit? There is a bunny rabbit coming at us right now. It's, (laughs) <laughs> we're sitting outside a coffee shop and there, um, there's two of them they're coming oh there's, my God. T- there's two two ladies that come here uh once a week and they bring their large bunny rabbits and they put them in harnesses and leashes and <laughs> let them run around and jen is having a hard time i'm focusing. a little obsessed with them i mean it's not every day that, well it is every week once a week. <laughs> it is every week <laughs> every week you can see two bunnies on a leash hopping around um, it's not distracting, but it's not distracting as you continue <laughs> to look over there. They're um, coming. Hi. Please tell me you're taking pictures of this, right? I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. But I think the idea is we're okay with closure and ending of things on our own terms, right? We're like, oh yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Everything ends. It's, it's that's it's fine. It's easy to say <laughs> it's fine as long as it's on my terms. Yeah. But when somebody else comes along and says, nope, this is this is it, buddy. We're, we're ending it for you. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more difficult. Well, I, I think as humans, we we want control. And humans who have gone through traumatic experiences, I think control, anxiety, panic, those things all are just can be intensified. And, um, you know, being able to look at any situation and say it's just beyond my control and be okay with it what, what are you what's what's going on now <laughs> they're right there they're oh wow i just thought you were trying to take a picture of me in this cowboy i'm taking hat. a picture of andrew in a hat you know what it, it's not just him it's the bunnies yeah well this is good podcasting right here <laughs> We are crushing it today. You know what? So I guess the whole point of me talking about my personal and uh, physical pain is um, knowing that, you know, in situations where you don't feel in control, that just go back to the, your breathing. You know, you can't control how you, your breath, and you can control how you react to situations. And I think if we, if we look at it from a more spiritual standpoint, you know, the suffering that we cause ourselves is is something that you know is on us. Right. I don't even know if we can continue on here. <laughs> so excited about these bunnies. I know. Uh, Buddha kind of described it as holding a, a hot coal in your hands. You know, and mm-hmm. like that hot coal 
is the more you, you hold it, the longer you hold it, the tighter you hold it, that causes you pain and suffering. You're the only one that can let, let it go let and it drop go. it. Everyone else has already moved on, right? Like, but you, if you continue to latch on to something and hold on to something that no longer serves you, pain, discomfort, mm -hmm. the idea of success, failure, that's that hot coal in your hands, and only you can open up your hands and let it go. Yeah. And, um, but you got to figure out where that pain is coming from, where that holding on to, like identifying yourself is a whole lot more than just somebody on a bike or somebody who kicks a soccer ball or somebody who does yoga asanas or somebody who does whatever you do that you feel like that is the entire thing in your life, mm -hmm. that you're nothing more than that one activity. Because when it's gone, what else do you have left? A lot. <laughs> There's still You so have much. a lot left. And you'll be surprised about what you find in yourself when you shed those things, when you yeah. drop the coal and you stop suffering. Yeah. Speaking so. of suffering, um, the news cycle right now, it's early October and there's just some terrible things going on locally and in our world. And I was thinking about how the, a lot of the work I've done is how we can guard ourselves in these times when other people are suffering and wanting to control those situations and feeling so powerless. What do you say in these situations? Well, um, we look at the history of the world and of humankind. It's never been stable. Because <laughs> humans are involved. <laughs> right. There's pain and suffering throughout time. Um, does it mean that we have to look away? No. We need to look at it. We need to understand it. And we need to... Start inside ourselves, being gentle with ourselves, thinking about ourselves, our thoughts, the way we interact with other people. And then from there, we can start to create a better place. Mm -hmm. But it takes all of that all the time, that mindfulness of, you're, you know, we're standing in line at a coffee shop and we don't know what the person in front of us is going through. We don't know what the barista behind the counter is going through. But that simple, simple act of just being kind yeah. can go a long way. Changing maybe your day and their day. Mm -hmm. And it starts small. And I know it seems like, oh, that seems like, that seems so cliche. I feel like cliche. I want to do more. I want to do more than just be kind. Being kind's hard. <laughs> being kind's hard. Being aware is, is hard. For some reason, we feel like we've got to... You know, get on social media, invent our spleen, like pick a side, tell your, tell our story, mm -hmm. um, you know, stomp our feet, rant and rave. And I'm not saying that it's that that doesn't feel good sometimes. Yeah. That, you know, anger's anger's an energy, and I don't, I don't, you know, I've had many debates about that with many spiritual leaders. Like, debate is an energy. And it, it's a valid human emotion that comes with that. Right. But when we, when we hold on to anger, that's when we get into trouble. So find healthy ways to vent your spleen. 
if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. like, but think about what you're doing before you do it. Take that moment of mindfulness before you say something out loud. Cultivate that in yourself. Yeah. Because um, that's where it begins. You know, we think about the world and it's, it's never been a stable place. There's always unrest somewhere. But now as our world becomes very, very small and we can get information quickly about these things. Real time. We, we're inundated with that. The stimuli of life and news and all of this stuff is constantly pounding on us. Mm -hmm. But I can't really believe that there's been any time in history that there's not some unrest going on somewhere in the world. Yeah. But we just didn't know. I know I was reading a book about um, the Battle of New Orleans. You know, the <clears throat> the British were trying to invade New Orleans after it was like 1812 or something like that. And they went to battle. The Americans pushed them back. Unbeknownst to both sides, that they'd already signed a peace treaty a week prior. <laughs> so all still, of these yeah. people died. All of this bloodshed was thrown on the mm -hmm. earth because there was a miss you know because the communication at the time was so still in route so, yeah. So, yeah so but now we don't have that same problem right so we can see stuff that's going on real time so somebody's holding their phone in the middle of a battlefield mm -hmm. or you know like we can see it's there's a beauty in it but there's also a lot of terror and a lot of yeah. fear and a lot of anger and a lot of emotions that are tied to this stuff so we need to learn to protect ourselves. Yeah. We need to learn to say, okay, I want to be involved. I want to know what's going on. I want to be a good citizen of mm -hmm. humanity, a good citizen of this planet. But I can't be pulled down into that hole too. I had a friend of mine, she basically obsessing over the news, you know, just watching it on you know 24 hour news cycle. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And I was like, I haven't seen all of it because I'm waiting to get some context because right. I don't really actually under, I don't really know exactly what's going on all the time. It's impossible for me. Yeah. <laughs> so our brains really struggle with that. But I think it is about starting with the basic, simple act of kindness mm -hmm. um, and see where it goes from there. Yeah. That made sense to me. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, that's really, really hard. It's, it's hard to, to take the knowledge that other people are suffering significantly, like in ways that, you know, us in this Western world where we're safe outside all the time and disassociate or not disassociate, but allow yourself to not try to come to their level of suffering so you can sympathize with them but is that what to, they need though no they need people you know maybe they need money maybe they need you know donations uh, financial donations to you know um maybe a simple act of understanding yeah and spreading like the more kindness you spread like that is control that you have it is a control you have. Yeah. That is something that, but that's a great gift. Kindness is give, a reaction. That you can give to everyone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. And if we think about that, if we thought about that on a global level where everyone just was a little bit more 
mindful and a little bit more aware of their of their things they said and their actions. Yeah. Just that that millisecond, would things be different in the world? I'd like to believe so. Mm-hmm. You know. Will there still be suffering? There'll always be suffering. Always, yeah. You know, so they, you know, when we sit in our meditations, I think it's probably, you know, a good way to start sometimes is like, I, I want to end, like, I want to think about ending suffering for all beings, mm-hmm. you know? And we've talked about that before, like that cultivation of compassion. Yeah. It's, it starts here inside of us, but then there's the trickier ones, right? So like, okay, I can give myself a bit. But then there's people that you don't like mm, as you start to radiate mm-hmm. out. Those become trickier, right? Like yeah. and I say don't like, maybe you had a, you know, a run in with you or you had disagreement about something. Yeah. You know, those people like, oh, it's going to take a little bit more work. And yeah, that's required. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit more work. A little work. bit more work. So what? Yeah. So what? And it's not about uh, reconciling the account too. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I want to do good work. I want to be compassionate because... I want people to be compassionate to me. You can't do it for that reason. Yeah. You do it because that's the karma. It's required. The yeah. action is, is it's about doing the good work for no other reason than just to do the good work. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, maybe we can lift all of ourselves up. The tide will bring all of us up. Yeah. But we have to start small and in, in, in what it would seem insignificant ways. Yeah. Gratitude. I agree with that. It's a tough time in the world, but I think it's always been a tough time. Yeah. So, yeah, this uh, podcast started off kind of heavy. Um, it's also okay to laugh and find joy when things are still so uh, shitty out, right? Yeah. Like we can, we can still laugh in the midst of um suffering and find joy and find gratitude because in those spaces you are cultivating the good things the we've probably said it on one of these episodes before but i i I believe there's this misunderstanding of being on your spiritual journey is that when you when you're on that the path to to rediscover your true self you somehow feel like you have to shed all the things that who you are like you have to become a vanilla white sheet of paper, mm-hmm. right? That you're just boring. <laughs> that you speak in hushed tones. And like, you know, that is completely quirky. That is completely erroneous. Yeah. Yeah. Because really what you're doing is you're trying to find your true self and, and unlock and unleash all of those true colors in yourself that are more vibrant. Now, yeah. Yeah. That you're confident in it. So people give me that all the time. They're like, Oh, how can you be this Zen Bodhisattva guy, but also be quirky and <laughs> pointed, pointed pictures on your wall, <laughs> you know, but that's okay. In yeah. my opinion, like that's who I am. I'm not going to shy away from that. I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. I can still be, yeah. I can still be a caring, compassionate human being and weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, as I can. sit here in a cowboy hat. Yeah, just sitting here. Doesn't have on cowboy boots, but. I didn't know they were required. I'm wearing Birkenstocks <laughs> and a cowboy hat. Okay. Uh, yeah, this hat is ridiculous. It's got feathers in it. There's no feathers. Oh, what are those? This is this is tassel. <laughs> How dare you? I love the hat. It's amazing. I love the hat, Andrew. It is amazing. It yeah. is amazing seeing you walk across the parking lot to yeah. the coffee shop in this hat. 
Where'd you park your horse? <laughs> so that's the, I mean, I think in a nutshell, I think that's what we, what we're here to do is talk about that stuff on this podcast. No expectations is about arriving and seeing what happens and playing with what it, and, and noticing the world around you and start to, to work on the little things that you can work on, but still be happy and still be joyful and still be quirky mm-hmm. and still just kind of, um, roll around in the grass of life and just be like having fun with it right yeah find your joy especially when times are hard and And again times are always hard yeah so not always find your find (laughs) your joy for somebody yeah i mean the the, you know like this is a group we have this you know society's given us this great gift for you and i to sit around and have this conversation Mm -hmm. you know if we were too busy worried about having like you know where we're gonna get water from or food or the next meal we wouldn't have this gift to sit here and have this conversation yeah and to share this with the world so it's a gift yeah is that what you're grateful for today i'm grateful for you jen oh yeah ditto save it it doesn't it doesn't mean the same <laughs> if you just say ditto. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah it does you sure it's, same the sanskrit word same for... <laughs> all right so let's leave it there today yeah uh enjoy your journey do the best you can with what you got it's fine it's fine <laughs>